So full time at Molyneux, Wolves 3, Southampton 1, the final score. A goal for Connor Cody, that is a collector's item in itself. There was also a goal for Adama Traore, who sealed the victory moments after he missed an opportunity to give Wolves their two-goal lead back in the game. James Ward-Prowse had hit an absolutely stunning goal to draw things back to 2-1. Raul Jimenez ended seven games without a goal with a penalty in the first half. Absolutely loads to talk about then. Where do we start, Andy Thompson? What stood out to you of on what was a crazy 90 minutes, all be told? Well, just watching the Wolves as games go by, Salakon, you're just watching it and you're just thinking, like, the control of most of the games, what you see. They seem to be confident. They seem to know what they're doing against teams. And again, we've had a lot of teams thrown at us. You've got your Man United uh, the other week. So we had Sheffield United. <coughs> we've got Southampton today, who are on good form as well. But with this team, with the confidence that they've got, so like you think that they'll give anybody a game. They'll make sure that they take the games to them. And what we like now, <laughs> and I know, so like we've not been massive goal scorers, but we're starting to threaten that goal a little bit more. Two games where we've scored three goals. And I say, you, you credit to them, because they're not going to give much away. Look, it was an absolute worldy from Ward-Prowse to get that goal back for them. So, look, I, I, I even said to Looms that I thought it took a deflection. It went that far right, right. but watching it from behind, say, it was some strike. And again, if somebody's going to hit a strike like that, there's nothing you can do about it, Saw in the goal. But what I like to see is that they bounced straight back, went up the other end, got a goal I'd say look after well, nearly conceding that second well here's a, here's the tale of it really that the, there were 10 corners for Southampton yep. in the game nine of them were in the first half yep. only one in the second Southampton give them credit they played really well first half especially early on Wolves grew into it what changed second half Chris Wellerman well if, if you look at it you know I think even in the games that we weren't scoring the goals you know I think the, the chances created were we're, we're, we're probably roughly the same. I've probably not even creating as many now, but we're, we're clinical with them. You know, I just feel that, that there's a belief in the squad that they know that they're going to score goals. And I, where does that confidence come from? Is it because that, the, that we're not conceding many? You know, I think Josie Sa has a, a massive part to play, but defensively as well, we're a little bit more sound. There's an understanding in the responsibilities defensively. You know, you can even see Bruno Laz, there was frustration that we never went forwards quickly enough at times you know but because the players are, are quality there's some big players missing and there's still the quality and depth that we've got you know this is we can go we can we can surpass all all, all previous uh point tallies this i'll, I'll be serious I, I think that this could be a very special season for wolves and the, the confidence is there the the winning mentality is there the game management's there, the football intelligence, it's what they're ticking all boxes, you know, and that, that's the players, and I always say it, players take responsibility, and they are doing, I think that instructions come from Bruno Lage and his staff, the players are taking it on board, there's a confidence, you know, as tight as the match was today, there was a, we, 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 were, we, we were the better team, and that's, you're saying O'Connor Cody getting the goal it could have, it could have came from anywhere mm. Traore get, getting his goal but, but is that a symptom or you know uh, of the way Wolves are at the minute that it is Connor Cody who is getting on the end of it because it could have been Raul Jimenez yeah. fractions away just before him basically it's a Kilman header the, the Fraser Forster is caught in no man's land comes back off the post Jimenez closing in threw his body at it and then Jimenez nearly blocked the ball from going over the line from Connor Cody but it's Connor Cody who's in the right place and you know what? I think there's just a real expectation uh, and demand 
for the players on themselves to be that 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 one that gets the goal to be no matter you know for a te any team to have success goals have to come from all over you know it's not just a responsibility of the front three the front four five whatever it is the the, the the defenders when they come up for set pieces they have a responsibility corner Cody he just had one knocked off you know what I mean how many times is he in that position because he knows that right I need to do more I, I want to get goals I want it's the best feeling it's the best feeling putting the ball in the back especially in front of the you know and, and just you know it's, to be fair it's I just I, I'm absolutely delighted with the way things are going at the minute the but football is it's a it's a it's a brutal sport you know it, it can very quickly change so you have to make sure that okay you, you work on the the, the kind of the negatives there's a lot of positives there's so many positives there's a great feel good factor around the place like Neves tweeting you know, my captain, the love highs. It's it's brilliant yeah. to see. It's it's a fantastic, uh, united dressing room, and that's from top to bottom staff, players, the lot. But they're all fighting and playing for each other, Mikey. Do you know what that unity is a key point? And I, I obviously speak to members of staff in and around the group, and and many of them have spoken about that element. That the fact that you know the one thing that dri dipped off last season was the fact that they couldn't be together as yeah. a group at the training ground, out on the coach and in the hotels, as they would have been before. And there is a little bit more of that back now, and maybe we're seeing that bear fruit. And I'm, I'm sure Loons will back me up as well. There's nothing better than being in a changing room as a group of players to have that confidence, that self-belief, but that team spirit as well, for me. If you've got that team spirit where everybody's willing to battle for each other, either winning, losing, scoring, whatever it is, there's nothing better than that. And and again, I know that I played in when we come up through the lower divisions, but even though we were in fourth division, third division, you had that belief that you could beat anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Even even the bigger clubs, you just believed as a group we'll give anybody a game because we know what our strengths are. We know how to play. We know we're not going to concede many goals, but what we will do, we'll create chances. And again, Wolves' problem was they weren't clinical enough in front of goal. Yeah. They're starting to be. All it, of a sudden, we're keeping all those clean sheets, which is a team effort. Don't get me wrong, I know the accolades will go to the bat line yeah. and the goalkeeper. It's a, team's, a team game, but it's knowing that you, you're you not going to concede goals, but you know that you're going to be a threat up front. And you look at Man City. Man City are the team that's got the best defensive record in the league. They're 13 points clear in the league. We're second. Yeah. Say, that tells you how well they've played. Look, the only problem that we've had is scoring goals. Now we're starting to get a little bit more, and hopefully we can continue that. Yeah. In any walk of life, you know, if the environment is, is a good, healthy, enjoyable environment, you're going to get the best product, aren't yeah. you? And that's, and, you know, testament to the players, testament to the football club for creating that environment. That You know what? It's The pl players enjoy coming to work every day. You know, think about it, Mikey. Like we love our job, don't mm. we? We come, and, and you know what? You're going to get the best out of it because we love our job. The players are the exact same. Of course, there's a responsibility that you go out there. There's levels, there's demands on you that you have to go and perform. But they're enjoying it, and you know what? The staff, the club, have created that environment that the players can can go and flourish. Well, it's built from a very strong foundation. That's what they've had this year. I'm looking down. Connor Cody is still doing interviews. I think everybody. Every man and his dog has lined up to try and speak to him. <laughs> Come on, he's just he's just scored game. his first home home goal in 298 appearances. Mikey, <laughs> he's going to be there a while. Yes, uh. <laughs> uh, Toti Gomez is doing an interview that you will no doubt have seen on Wolves TV by the time many of you will listen to this. Uh, 
what a debut. 22 years old. First time, and what a big step up in level from Estoril to Grasshoppers to Wolverhampton Wanderers and the Premier League. What did we make of him? I'll tell you what, he didn't look out of place, did he? He looked comfortable on the ball. Um, I think his choices of defending, he's playing from the back, was good. Um, he's one on one um, defending. You've got Kilman, who's been outstanding this year. Uh, and you want, if you've got another player who's replicated that, look. Saez has been a big loss to us with the way that he's been playing in that back three. Uh, but I'll tell you what, he's coming today and you would have never thought that he's never played here before. He's never made his debut before with the way that he played. He looked confident for me. It's like I thought that he didn't panic. He looked like he wasn't flustered by the situation. And credit to him. So like he defended really well today. But what I did like about him, he was willing to come out from the back. He was willing to actually play the ball out. And, and that's what you want from your team. But again, it comes from confidence yeah. from the rest of the yeah. squad. It's just another name on the list, isn't it? Or yeah. a, another player that uh, that the manager can, can trust. You know, he's out there. I think uh, showed fantastic technical ability on, on the ball. Uh, positional, again, very good. He made some blocks, crosses, you know. Uh, so again, not never looked out of place at all. Uh, and it's again, it's, it's just... Can he build on that now? Can he progress? Can he go and fight for that place and make sure that, you know, when Saiz comes back, that he's uh, he's got to fight for that shot? But isn't it great to have healthy competition for of players? Of course, it's the best out of you, Tomo. It does. As a player, you know, if you've got somebody who's willing to come in uh, and be comfortable with the position they're in to play, there's nothing better than as a player. But also as well, it keeps you on your toes to make sure... You're performing every week because you know there's somebody else to come in. You think about that. We were struggling for. I said to you, where would you go in the transfer market? I said straight down the spine, centre off, centre mid, centre forward. He's come from nowhere, mm. and if he can try and establish himself again, a player that we haven't had for 18 months, he's been out on loan for 18 months. Looked very comfortable. Okay, okay. Don't get me wrong and say it's his first game on it as well, but. It's an opportunity for him. It's but you know, football is funny, isn't it, sometimes? That we saw there was an early moment where he'd had a couple of touches, but the first bit of defensive play he did, he threw his body in to stop a cross. The crowd reacted. Sometimes things like that set the tone, and he, he just seemed to glide through the majority of that game. I have to agree. I have to agree. I think uh, it, it shows the character of the player to, like you say, is... It's, it's been a long time coming. He's, he's given the opportunity. He, he's came back. He's at home. Uh, it's been something that he's, he's thought about. And you have to go out and attack it with everything you've got. And I don't think he's left anything. He's not left anything uh, in the dressing room. You know, I think he's he's out there, put everything on the line, had quality. But he's, he's got an organiser beside him as well that's always talking, always makes it easier as makes well. It comfortable for him? But well, I just as comfortable it, as he can, I suppose. I just thought his distribution, you know, I thought his, you know, like when it was on, even when when the pass was tight, he'd still make it. And that says a lot. And you know what? If it wasn't on, he, he comes out, comfort, keeps possession of the ball. There was, I think, maybe twice, two, three times in the half where he had to just clip it up. Uh, he was out of position once. Pedence comes in and covers him very early on in the, in the first half. That's part and parcel of the game. You know, uh, we've touched on it. When, when, when players are, uh, I guess, in an in, in in a unnatural position or they're, they're, they're out of position because the, that's the way the, the game's unfolded, then other players have to see that danger and, and, and stop the threat. And it happens all over the pitch. Dindonka breaking his neck to get back in defensively. Pudence 
time and time again, no matter where it was. I think even this, the second half, it helped Kilman, didn't he? he was, and then he's out of position with it and he, he, he drops in. It's just part and parcel of the game. This is what you have to do for your for your teammate. Uh, Sobo says, absolutely magical today. Fabio says, Gabe Ward-Prowse, far too many set pieces. Could see it coming. This message says, not a bad result. Lots of respect to Southampton. Well played. Excellent challenge for our fellas. Cheers. Love it. Uh, Matt says, we've unearthed a gem in Gomez. Looks solid and composed. He cannot go back on loan unless another centre-back comes in. Carl says, very good win. Terry Gomez played very well. And Adama getting his first goal of the season should get his confidence back. Uh, Jamie says, Terry Gomez is Kilman Mark two. Michelle says, immense. Still not conceded from corners. Lost count how many they had first half. Toti looks like he's always played for us and didn't give away much. Saar is definitely the best goalkeeper I've seen in old gold, says Michelle Turner. Andy John says, tough game, good win. Amazing goal from Southampton and great to see Adama score. Great to see Cody on the score sheet too. Uh, Commoner says, amazing game. Really good to see us finding some form in front of goal to match our sturdy defence. The second half of this season could be even more exciting than the first. Sounds like Gomez did really well too. And then Irish Wolves says, survived by the skin of our teeth at times. Saar kept us in it, yet having not been at our 100% best, we still come away as 3-1 winners. Imagine us on a good day. Yeah, exactly. But I say, it's a great start to 2022, isn't it? So look at the way that they've played. But you can see this squad, as it is, just growing in confidence. Yep. You just see it going. The longer it keeps going, and you keep getting victories, you keep getting results. It's all about that. And again, you can see the, the players coming off with a smile on the face. They're, they're enjoying the, the game as well. And you've got players coming in, like you said, Pedence. So like, he, he was struggling for form for me. He's struggling with injuries as well, in and out of the team. But the last three games, I've seen a difference in him. He seems he seems like he's enjoying his game. There's no doubt about how, how quality he's got on the ball. On that, Tomo, uh, you, you and I have watched him an awful lot. We've watched him every single time yeah. he's played for Wolves. And you mentioned in commentary, he is tracking back now yeah. in a way that, he didn't even do it at the start of the season, but certainly not last year. Where does that come from? Is that him suddenly deciding it? Is that someone getting into him from coaching staff? Maybe a mix. I think it's a mixture of everything. So like I think the players will get into him. Because if I was a player out there and he's just give the ball away and a player's tried to help him out by overlapping, which we saw with Aitnuri a couple of times, and he's not willing to get back on and I'm running past him as he's give the ball away, I won't be very happy. But I think it becomes as well a, mental, a mentality thing as well where he knows he's got to do it for the team. He's got to work for the team. It's not just about him. It's great when he's got the ball. It's great when he's attacking. He can do his individual stuff, but he's got to be working tirelessly. We're not, we're not a team that can carry a player or carry players. We've got to be a team that's got a work ethic there that we've got to go and work hard. But it wasn't just that one when he gave the ball away. He's trying to do the right thing, don't get me wrong. But there's one in the second half. He's down in this bottom corner doing a little uh, Cruyff turn, a little flick out to the outside to Samedo as well. So, But he's come from getting back and his responsibility to defend. That If you've got that as a team and as a squad, that players are working not only with the ball, but without the ball, you won't go far wrong. And, I say, and that's coming from one of your struggles. And that's Jimenez does exactly the same up front, uh, what he wants to do. And if you've got a team who've worked so hard for each other, you're going to go one place and that's up. 
have to agree. You know, I think uh, everyone's putting it in for for one another. I think the results are coming. I think the performances are coming. You know, I think people saying it's uh, yeah, you know, we, we gave Southampton chances. They're a good side. You know, they're mm. on good form. They've came here. Uh, okay, yeah, the, they've hit the crossbar. Saz made a couple of great saves, but we won three one. You know, in a game that we we knew was going to be a tight one, but we showed the quality and that clinical, uh, clinical, th th just the, the threat uh, all throughout. You know, we 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 managed the game well, uh, and I've got to say, it's I, I see I see big things coming. I, I think this could be a very special season. Um, let's go through some of the key incidents. Uh, we'll go right back to the penalty, which, given everything that happened afterwards, gets kind of very little discussion. You two were apoplectic with rage almost that it took the officials as so long, long as it did to actually award it. It shouldn't take so long. You know, no. I think how many times they had to look at it to see if, uh, if, if, if the ball had changed path or if the, the spin of the ball had changed. You know, we... Tomo and I, we, we, we noticed it after after the second that it was a penalty kick. The referee, in fairness, when he came to the screen, looked at it twice, said penalty kick. Mm. You know, they they need to make that decision far quicker but, because that's that's. But surely VAR can see something. We we we've got exactly the same thing. Ten like, times looked at it, Tom. Ten we've, times. And we've looked at it, and we've looked at it the first time. And we've gone, it's a penalty. Yeah. How can they be looking minute after minute to decide that it's a penalty? You looked at it. He's kicked the floor, or he stubbed his toe on the floor. The ball hasn't moved direction. Yep. He's gone straight through Aitnuri. It's a penalty. If the ball changes direction, totally different, or it moves. Totally different. The ball hasn't moved. And you can always tell by that. You're thinking about the people that are actually looking at it. Are these football... Look, say, I know they're officials, but they aren't football people as such as that, where you can see the ball. They know what the instinct of the ball does. And you, you just got to question how long it's took. I say, look, for me, it's do just you, too long. Do you think that they bring him to the screen so that it's his decision? So if, yeah. rather than him say, you've got it wrong and yeah. he has a penalty kick, yeah. I think that's why. I, I think, think so. they say, look, I think so. we don't think it's a penalty, but you you be the one that changes your mind by seeing well, it on the I, screen. Well, I, oh. think, I think almost in that instant, because they, they'll have had a conversation and the referee will have said, I think the Southampton player gets the ball. And therefore, it's the VAR's job to prove that he didn't. And as we saw from the angles, it is it is close. He does kick the ground, but it it's hard. Ball doesn't to, move. It's hard, to, but it's hard to find an angle that is absolutely definitive that yeah. he definitely doesn't make the contact. Ball doesn't lie, Michael. So it ball doesn't lie. I, look, I'm I'm not lying. I'm not arguing with you. I completely agree with you. But I'm trying to give you the the element. I'm playing devil's advocate. To give you the element of what yeah. the VAR would have looked at because the like you're right. The VAR would not want to make that definitive decision. They've looked at all those angles. They can't find an exact reason, but they've said to the referee, you go and look at it, and then it's the referee that then decides, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah. And I think we can, it shouldn't have taken three minutes, but I think we're okay with the way that that came well, to yeah, it. But, but also as well, so look, you know for a fact that the only way that the ball's going to move is if there's some contact on it. The ball doesn't move because there's no contact on the ball. Simple as that. So I don't understand why. I'll look at it from this view. I'll look at it from this view again. I'll go back to this about another three or four times, look at it again. I'll comment in mind. I'll just tell the referee to go and have a look. They're there to do a job. They're there to make a decision. They're supposed to make it easier for the referee, not be a hindrance by going, OK, I don't want to make the decision. I'm going to leave it back to you. And that's how it feels like it's doing. But that, that but what I think by them changing the referee's decision, are they undermining the referee? That's why they're saying so there. But they're there as Mikey the, but says, they're looking at every option and say, you know what, we can't say 
that there's we can say that there's, we don't think there's been any contact on the ball, but you go and look at the screen. You're the one then that says, you know what, I've got that wrong. I'm going I'm, with far. I'm changing it to a yeah. penalty kick. And I think then the referee, it's the referee's union, remember. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to be undermining each other left, I, right, yeah. Yeah. Brought, brought me there to make a decision. Yeah. They've, got, they've, got, it, they've got it wrong for three years, haven't they? Yeah, here. yeah but there's an argument, isn't there, that in, in order to overturn the referee's decision, and that's the point. If the referee had given the penalty initially, then they can look and they're confirming it. That's one thing. But the referee says no penalty, first of all. He pointed to a corner. So I think there has to be a, a relatively high bar to say definitively. Now, we were on the other end of that at Man City a couple yeah. of weeks ago when actually I think the referee should have been sent to the screen yeah. to see that yeah. where the ball hits, now change your mind. So I, I, I don't necessarily... My, again, I think we're, we're more annoyed it took three minutes yeah, that's the to time. do it than, than yeah. actually the way the outcome was reached in the end. But it was given. Raul Jimenez stepped up and dispatched the penalty. But we've got to get rid of this... I don't want to upset the, re- the referee with me mate. I don't want to upset... Because it feels like that way. that They don't want to upset the other referees. You're there to make a decision for the good of the game, not a decision that it's going to upset your mate. They said, look, they've got to make a decision where it's the right one, it's the right call. Well, yeah, there is always going to be that issue. We've talked about this yeah. before on the basis that whilst the VAR is being operated by officials who then next week are the man in the middle and the guy who was the man in the middle is now on VAR, I, don't, I think you're always going to have that situation. Anyway, the goal penalty was given. Yep. Raul Jimenez, from his confidence point of view, Seven games without a goal. The longest he's gone for Wolves is nine. Broke that at Southampton earlier in the season. So actually, psychologically for him, that's quite Huge. important to score a goal. Huge. What a goal it was. He, he just took it so well, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, he looked confident yeah, in front of the goal, did. didn't he? He did. I've got to say, I think uh, it's massive. There's some big goals today. Big goals today that I think just sets the players up for the, the next few games. And if they can nick a couple... Uh, in those games, it's just like you say. There's, it's just about looking up, isn't it? What, what can you get? And you know, I, I kind of, I get a little bit carried away with myself sometimes, Michael, when I, when I'm looking at the league and I'm looking at the quality and depth. I'm looking at the players that that can come back into the team. You know, the, the, the how, how competitive, and the quality and depth in, in this group of players. You know, but how they're playing, the brand of football, the goals they're scoring. You know, at the minute they're ticking all the boxes. So it's just about how long can can it continue for. And like you say, I think, I think Bruno Lage. You can see even today in a, in a game that was tight, there was quality shown. He was frustrated for the fact that still too many touches in defensive areas, middle third, and even then you you called mm. it in, in your commentary. You know, not taking that, not just pulling the trigger uh, when you're when you're in that kind of attacking third. Uh, let's have a few more of your thoughts. Uh, Lucas says, delighted, toughest match this year, but it was remarkably entertaining. I'd say. For a neutral, uh, Neil's questioning whether Saiz will get his place back after that performance from Toti Gomez on debut. Says, really happy for Adama. It's about time he got some recognition. And Cody, absolute gentleman, wish he would score every week. Uh, Matt is likening Toti Gomez to Julian Lescott at the minute. That's how important, how impressive his debut was today. Another Matthew says, Gomez was a standout for me. Very impressive debut. And our back line is looking stronger than ever. Saar had no chance with that world-class free kick. But it's got to be something special to beat him. Superb game. Uh, another one says, played amazing today. Toti Gomez showed his class. Trincao improved slightly today. Good to see Raul Cody and Adama score. And lucky for Saar 
to not get a clean sheet, though. Um, on that point about Adama Traore, 24 appearances without a goal. He missed one 30 seconds before he scored, where he, he's... It's fab brilliant work by Fabio yeah. Silva, who's beaten three Who players. Played well when he come on again, yeah. Silva. Saved by the goalkeeper on his left foot. He could have left it for Daniel Pedence, who was arriving onto it. Took the responsibility, smashed it over the crossbar. How important for him to 30 seconds later actually show some composure and, and perfectly place into the bottom. I, I always, I always look at the reactions of the the fans behind the goal. And when he missed that opportunity, he struck it probably too clean. Yep. He could have scuffed it and it would have scored. But you look at the response of uh, the fans, and I think that him getting that goal has kind of helped his relationship with the fans a little bit more. Where, the, okay, he's missed that. He could have put the game out of touch. But for him personally, I think that one, I think that he should be scoring more goals anyway. I think he needs to be uh, assisting more as well. There's no doubt about the talent that he's got. There's no doubt about what he offers this team. You watch him one-on-one. -on -one, he just goes past the defender easily. He makes the space and then just side puts it in. But he's got to do more of it. He's got to do more of it. And I know he's getting frustrated because he's not playing every week. He wants to play go to a team where he plays every week or he wants to play for a team that play, he plays every week. But what he's got to do, he's got to go out there and perform when he gets on there. He's got to go. There's no reason why he shouldn't be in this team on a regular basis with the attributes that he's got. He should be playing every week for me. Scoring goals every yeah, week. Yeah, he should be playing every week for me because he's got something that everybody wants. He's got pace to actually to burn. He's got pace that he can go past anybody he wants. There's no defender in this league that could stay with him if he's one on one, if, he, if he's got his head right. Now, at the moment, with all the speculation, what's going on with him, is it right? Possibly not. But if I was him, knuckle down, get on with it. He's at a club that are doing absolutely brilliant at the minute. Great team spirit. He's part of that. You saw what it was meant. People going over to him when he scored the goal. He, they still want him involved in this team. And he's still got a lot to offer this team. I would love him to, to be here for the next so many years. Even the players. But, even yeah, the players yeah, went to him after, the, after his goal. Exactly. You know, they all came together. Fantastic. You know, they want the best for him as yeah. well. You know, I think... I think it's a funny thing with players, you know, you think, OK, I want to be playing every week and understand that as a professional, you should want to play every game. You know, but again, you then have to then put those demands on yourself to say, I need to be playing at a level. I need to be scoring goals. I need to be bringing positivity to the team. I need to be bringing, like you say, assists, all that. You should be ticking all those boxes week in, game yeah. in, game out, no, without fail. But I'll tell, tell you what, though, if he's Adam uh, Traore... Uh, playing to his ability, what he's got, he'd be in my team every week, without yeah. doubt. He'd be yeah. in my team, he'd be a start for me every week. If he showed you in front of goal, composure in front of goal, assist, creating, going past people, he'd be in my team because he would be a threat for any team in this league. Yeah. Now, he's just got to get himself into a place where he wants to play for the team and go out there and do everything for himself as well. But... Again, there's no doubt in the talent and the ability that he's got. Because, say, for me, I would have him in my team any day, but we've got to try and get the best out of him for so somehow. So, uh, superb win for Wolves today. Next up is a trip to Brentford next Saturday. Before that, the under-23s are in action on Monday night against Burnley. You can watch that live on the Wolves TV. Uh, just before we finish, this one might be interesting. Man of the match. Where are you going? Oh, um, 
I'm going to go Saw. He did make a couple of big saves first half, Jose Saw. I'm going to go Saw because I thought his starting position, his handling, did a couple of saves. Where he couldn't, I don't think he had any chance of the goal. Um, but I'm going to go Saw because I think that just the way that he plays, the ball where he hit to Pedence in that first half as well, where he's... After the save, straight after. After, after he's done the yeah. save, he's, there's no <laughs> congratulations or whatever, got on with it straight away. But he, he's doing it all the time for me. He's doing it time and time again. Crucial saves. The one coming across the header, he's, he's actually had to come across the goal yeah. to save it. And then he's got the ball and then he's pinged it to him. But I think that he's all round game. So look, he's great to watch. And there's nothing better as a defender when you've got a confident keeper behind you who you know you can rely on. And that's what he is. And I thought today he played really well. I'm trying my best to think of someone else just to have disagree with Tomo, <laughs> but uh, I think Saz, yeah, I think some important saves. You look at Iknuri as well today, what the penalty, the assist on Triori's goal, you know, again, quality, but Saf for me, I think some of the saves just it is massive, not even just for defenders, you know, like, I remember when I used to come back and the keeper used to come out and claim it and punch it, you're yeah. thinking, wow, come on, that's that's what you want. And it's just distribution as well. You know, he, he has his... To, to, he's been brought in. It's his, like you say, his debut season, and he's he has he's 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 brought another level to it, hasn't he? Well, I thought that it was going to be tough to replace Patricio. Yeah. We knew he was leaving because I thought Patricio was a good goalkeeper. The Broughton and he, and again, it's more exciting. Opinion. I think yeah. a more exciting goalkeeper than Sam. But you got you he's a sweeper keeper, isn't he? Yeah, but also he can go and play. Yeah. Give him the ball, give well, him a shot. Yeah, <laughs> so like there. Well, Patricio stayed in his penalty area or on his line a little bit more, didn't he? Where you've got somebody who plays sweeper. In goal, he's willing to join in. He's, he looks more comfortable at his feet with the ball, um, and look, there's no doubt about his shot stopping and saving as well. So, all like say, we all thought who we we're going to get got a great replacement for Patricio for me. Well, there you go, Jose Sarr is our match day live extra man of the match. And I don't think many people would have predicted that when Wolves score three goals and the goalkeeper gets the man of the match award. But it was that kind of afternoon. It had plenty. In it. Don't forget, of course, there is plenty of reaction at wolves.co.uk and across the Wolves social media channels as well. Match Day Live Extra with our first trip to Brentford next time Look out. Forward to it. We Looking will see to it. you then. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. Enjoy your week. <laughs>